the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. I am John. And today it's this is the countdown to extinction. And this is like six years before Dave Mustaine came up with that title for a Megadeth song, so he can't sue us. Yeah, there you go. And maybe maybe Hasbro <laughs> should be suing Dave Mustaine. Ah, there you go. Uh, so last episode was the end of the absolutely horrible three-episode arc of the Ultimate Doom, and <laughs> the Autobots stopped Megatron from destroying the Earth by bringing Cybertron into its orbit. Uh, and now the Autobots are helping to rebuild a severely damaged planet. Yeah, well, they, they should be helping out. I mean, they're part of the reason why it is so damaged, right? <laughs> Although there's like, there's no humans working on it. It's just, it no, is it's just, just the, Autobots the Autobots walk like, and they're walking through like war zone areas. No cars, yeah, no signs like of life. Fallout or something. Yeah. It really does. And uh, they, but they're doing. Uh, it's, it doesn't make like Cliff Jumper is filling potholes. Gears is laying bricks. Like. <laughs> yeah. They could do more <laughs> impactful things than like, this. Come on, Gears, get that down there, and we'll be here till the Big Dipper gets rusty. Like, oh my God, man! Oh, get rid of him, boy! Oh, really? oh, I can't stand that guy. So uh, while the Autobots are dicking around doing road work. Um, <laughs> Down on the ocean floor, the Decepticons are leaderless. Like they don't have Megatron. Yeah, they don't have Scar- Starscream. Just- it's they're just like pandemonium. yelling at each other, punching each other, and throwing each other across the room. It's oh, like, yeah. They'll talk for, they'll like get half a sentence out, and then somebody punches somebody in the face, and it just devolves again to a royal rumble. <laughs> Until finally the door opens, Megatron walks in, and he's but like, Wait a minute. Silence. So before, Me- before Megatron came in, there was who I thought was Rumble. Yeah, comes out we, of like a hole in the ground and then gets his face stomped on. <laughs> yeah, that's frenzy. You, we, okay. that, this is his first and only appearance in season one. Okay, uh, there you it, go. It's, he, he's in the rest of the episode, I think. This is the only time he ever talks. He's like, hey, I don't want to do this job. I want Skywarp's job or whatever he wants. So this is, this <laughs> is <laughs> hey, I got an idea for a new toy. We just take the original model and we paint it different colors. Just use that cheap paint, the one with the lead in it. Yeah, now let's make a buck. Yeah, is that's pretty much what that is. They made well, whether it's Rumble with new paint, but he's also apparently an awful lot stronger than Rumble because he grabs Skywarp by the bottom of the foot and whips him across the room like he's made out of styrofoam. The physics in there, the density of frenzy. He must, I mean, he must weigh about as much as Skywarp. But like you said, Megatron. The door opens. Megatron returns, and um, Laserbeak comes in with info about uh, Starscream and Doctor Arkville's plans which we don't know yet but that's what megatron's gonna do is track down starscream and kick his ass and then take over dr archiville's crazy scheme door opens laser beak flies in and uh he lands in Soundwave. Soundwave hits play and uh you can hear starscream talking uh to dr archiville the it's his right to command the decepticons now because megatron is as far as starscream knows he's dead right and then that's actually true. Like, Starscream is second in command, right? So, mm-hmm. so take me to your secret laboratory. And the Megatron's like, oh, 
They're both now. traitors, and let's go get them. So tell, we go back to the Autobots, and Teletran won. They finally got it back online. Apparently it went offline during this whole crazy thing. And it's just in time for the Autobots to see the Decepticons <laughs> flying through the air, so they roll out. Yeah, before the Decepticons can regroup, like a Prime, the, other than Starscream, that's all of them. That's, yeah, <laughs> like, they have, what you, and they're on their way. <laughs> so we go to Starscream in Arkaville, and they re- arrive at the doctor's laboratory. And this is, uh, this is just... This is this personifies what I hate about Starscream. Arkville uses his password, Open Sesame, Open and Sesame. this giant rock moves out of the way. Aha, here's the secret entrance. And then just to show how strong he is and to threaten him, Starscream lifts up that rock and throws it away and smashes it. <laughs> he throws it, it away it. like an empty tin can. Like you, Then you have no more secret hide. It. Like, it's open <laughs> yeah. now. Anybody yeah. can walk in. There's not even a door, you dumb <laughs> fucking jet. Oh, it's, it's also, like, Starscream... It's kind of a minor one here, but he's like, oh, how original, Doctor. Like, yeah, how yeah. would Starscream know about Alibaba or That's whatever Open Sesame is from? Like, That's a good question. But in, yeah. in the lab, Starscream sees the Doctor's exponential generator, which I guess if you disturb it can destroy all life on Earth <laughs> yeah. somehow, which we're never so going to get into. Obviously, you just leave it around in a hidden lab yeah. Which, yeah. where you never go to. So, you know, I'm sure so it'll be fine. Throw <laughs> boulders around outside. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, and so the Decepticons, as they're flying, though, uh, see the Autobots and open fire. But then right away we go back to the lab, and Starscream has powered up the generator to provide infinite energy in eight hours by, <laughs> yeah. guess what, destroying the Earth. <laughs> Do you ever wonder, though, why the Decepticons always fly over roads? Like, just fly across country. <laughs> yeah. That way the Autobots no. can't follow you. Like, yeah, yeah. anyway. Or so, you're, yeah, you're, you're Decepticons. Go out of Earth's orbit. Yeah. And then come down some other place. They won't know where you are. So Arkville tries to play Starscream of like, okay, you go back to Cybertron. I'll, I'll watch over your timer thingy dealy. Yeah, and Cybertron seems right he's through too it. Smart, or Starscream's too smart for that. And uh, he throws him in his cockpit. And whoosh, they'll go off to Cybertron, and we have a commercial break. So, so Cybertron is still in the solar system, I guess. So yeah. Like, so still it's, within guess, energy collecting distance of Earth. So why not use the sun, Starscream? It's uh, a star. Mm-hmm. Like, naturally occurring it's, nuclear fusion reaction. Like He's uh, an idiot. <laughs> uh, but the Autobots transform when the Decepticons start coming in. We go to, sorry, we go to the Autobots, and the Decepticons come in, the Autobots transform, and Autom- Optimus orders everybody to take cover, but yeah. Wheeljack and somebody else, I think Braun, ignore his order, and because they ignore the order, they take out Skywarp. So, huh, Optimus ain't the greatest leader. Yeah, insubordination oh. sometimes works. There you go. <laughs> uh, so the Decepticons land, they transform, and they attack, and Optimus and Megatron have a short one-on-one. It's a pretty... It's actually a really weak fight because Optimus throws Megatron in the lake. And then Megatron (laughs) says that they have to flee because the Autobots are too hero-programmed to know when to quit. Well, see, I was thinking, you know, man, this guy will find any excuse and tell any lie to to get out of a fight. But this got me thinking, maybe falling in the water is what gave him the idea for what he does next. Oh, I didn't think that. That's actually, there you go. Maybe. So... We go, um, anyway, the, the Decepticons flee and the Autobots give chase, and we go back to Cybertron, and Starscream informs Shockwave, he's got a Dr. Arkaville with him, that he now rules the Decepticons because he has the shiny badge. <laughs> yeah. 
But again, Shockwave doesn't know that Megatron isn't dead because he can't get a hold of him. And, and in, which, which works out later because even though Starscream says my first order as ruler is stop trying to contact Megatron, uh, Shockwave keeps doing it. Yeah, yeah he's not. Uh, which will pop up later. Uh, but when when this is all happening, the Earth only has three hours left before the uh, mm. the exponential generator explodes, and Arkville runs up to the. Yeah, he um, finally counter. snaps. Like he's had enough. He's like, okay, yeah. I can't save the Earth now, but I'm not going to let you get away with this. If I can't have it, nobody can, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to save and, the Earth, and, but I'll at least stop you. Yeah, and. But the, the computer has some kind of sentry thing on it, so only a Decepticon can touch it. So when he mm-hmm. touches it, it just shocks the shit out of him, knocks him flat in his ass. And he's taken to the repair bay. Yeah, Not repair sick bay, bay. <laughs> the repair bay, which is a little ominous, and we'll find out mm. later it's kind of fucked up. Um, so they, Oh, yeah, so this is where the, they are. The Decepticons take the Autobots to the Valley of No Return. <laughs> Whether that's the actual name of the thing or yeah, if uh, Megatron just named it that. called it. I call it the Valley of No Return. Yeah, it puts a Decepticon no, flag on it and everything. Megatron, that's, that's, that's the north end of the San Fernando Valley. No, the Valley of No Return. I'm pretty sure I looked up on Google Maps. <laughs> the Valley of No Return. <laughs> He's somewhere there with the Atlas or something. Yeah. I know it says right here. That it's <laughs> but it turns out, yeah, it was a trap because it's full of quicksand. And I got to point out, in the 80s, quicksand was everywhere. But uh, Wheeljack fires his, uh, his missile thing off, and uh, Mirage does too, but when Mirage shoots his, he he looks at it as it's flying away from his shoulder like he's surprised that it actually works. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, it still works. <laughs> it does a different thing every week. Hey, all right, it worked this time. Yeah. So, but they, yeah, they shoot down Laser Beak, and I guess they freeze this Yeah, sand? it knocks him into cassette mode, and he stays there. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and then they get out of the sand and uh, head towards the doctor's laboratory. <laughs> but uh, Jazz is like, who wants to hear the number one on the Decepticon charts this week? Oh, my God. <laughs> Prime's yeah. like, as oh, the Earthlings this- say, lay it on me, man. <laughs> it was <laughs> so bad. Which maybe, <laughs> as we were talking earlier, like maybe this is where they start... Picking up human phrases. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, but they, um, yeah, they hear about the laboratory, and off they go. And uh, we go to the laboratory, and the Decepticons arrive there and discover the generator, but don't realize that there's a timer on the wall with yeah. two hours and 15 minutes left. And commercial break. When they come back, though, the Autobots finally show up. And I don't know how he does it, but... Megatron just kind of walks out, and all of a sudden, the Optimus Prime just basically dragon punches Megatron. Like, he comes up from the ground and uppercuts him. It's, yeah, <laughs> this is one of those fights that just, like, nobody else mattered. Megatron came out, he threw a rock at him, and then, yeah, <laughs> uh, he, he misses him and smokes Rumble. Like, what was Rumble doing over there? And then Optimus is like, all right, cool, I'm just going to walk inside. It, it was just, eh. I wonder if the writers have like a you know you have to you have to hit at least two minutes of Optimus versus Megatron in every episode. And sometimes they're like, let's just have one throw a rock and then the other uppercut him. How's <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah, sure. Lunch break. Lunch break. <laughs> you notice the timer on the wall? Two hours have gone by already. Like, wow. I know, yeah. <laughs> Long drive. We go back to Starscream, and this is kind of like a a bit of a messed up scene. Yeah. Arcville is on a table and wakes up and he's like he's half a robot now his yeah, face half his face is a robotic skull almost his entire right side is this yeah. and he's he's freaking out about it like you turn me into a machine but search like 
dude, you were heavily damaged, so we had to fix you up the best we could, or whatever he says. Yeah. But yeah, but he, and he even does it in that like sarcastic asshole Starscream way that mm. he's he's really saying, "I know you know I'm lying to your face, but." Fuck you anyway. It's almost like the, 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 at least the one part of you I actually need, your head, is is still working, right? That's the only thing he even cares about. Like, I'm surprised he even gave him new legs or something because he's basically confined to the chair that he's in now too, right? Yeah, yeah. he mentions he can't move. So Optimus makes it to the generator, and just as Megatron has Optimus in his sights, Shockwave calls him and tells him, uh, he finally gets through to him and tells him about the timer amplifier dealy, and then Megatron and Optimus work together to find yeah, the Megatron timer. Yeah, Megatron rips the thing off the wall and smashes it, and he's like, "Oh, I'm really gonna get Starscream now." And then he's fiddling with this thing, and then Optimus Prime says something, and Megatron's like, "Prime, I was so absorbed in my work, I forgot you were there." Kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I forgot about my mortal enemy right but there. But yeah, in the this, room this is me. Uh, one. I think it's the first instance where, because it does happen occasionally, where Megatron and Optimus Prime have to work together to do mm-hmm. something. But yeah, so. Uh, Megatron grabs the thing, like they're fighting over it first, trying to get it from the other one. Then Prime points out, you know, that thing's melting you. And Megatron's got this yeah. huge hole in his side. So why isn't it melting his hands, though? It isn't made of the same thing. Anyway, Megatron just grabs the thing He's and runs out of the lab. Optimus runs behind him and then. He's like, there's no time to explain it. Here, hold this. And Megatron transforms. He says, all right, load me up. And uh, Prime fires. Just immediately fires. Like, but. The thing goes straight into space, and Scarscream is on his way to Earth to try and, you know, get this thing working again. And he's like, what was that? And then it explodes and knocks and him, down him down to, to exactly Earth. where they are. It's like, <laughs> he's so convenient. What are the... Oh, okay, get a gun, shoot it into space. Did you hit a satellite? Maybe, but not likely. And is that satellite going to land 10 feet from you? <laughs> no, yeah. but but Starscream does land ten feet or whatever from Megatron, and Megatron basically Starscream starts to give a I I, I ooh, 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 I'm sorry, and Megatron <laughs> grabs him by I think the ankle and just drags him away, <laughs> and then we go to a closeout scene of the Autobots driving away, and they all kind of have a laugh at the horrific violence Megatron <laughs> yeah. is going to visit upon. Starscream. Nothing pleasant, I don't think. Okay, so my big problem with this one, it's not like a paint error or an incorrect voice or anything else. It has to do with uh, a character. Like, Starscream legitimately is the second-in-command of the Decepticons. Usually you see Soundwave usually doing that role instead, but Starscream is the second-in-command, So, and he really does think Megatron is dead. Like... So he is assuming command. Like, he, he he's not usurping here. He's taking what he thinks is rightfully his. Why does everybody have such a hard time believing that his intentions are Decepticon things, right? I mean, like, this, he's doing the kind of things that Megatron would do, given the same opportunities, right? So that was uh, Countdown to Extinction, uh, which, uh, again, Hasbro should be... Sh- should be suing uh, Megadeth. <laughs> yeah, the pants get, up, get some money out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't have enough money. Hasbro <laughs> hasn't made enough money in movies yet. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed this show, uh, you can find either of us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P McPherson One, and uh, you can, you know, rate us on a whatever app you use to listen to your podcasts. Yeah, tell your friends about us if they're into Transformers. They might get a kick out of us. Or tell them, even if they're not into Transformers, tell them because you should get more people into podcasts. Podcasts are fun, and yeah, that's all I got. 
Yeah. All right, so then we'll talk to you next time. See ya. The Big Dipper gets rusty.